0: what's happening this is poder podcast your host Sergio Lagunas on this podcast we feature influential and powerful leaders with their own unique stories on art music education and influence so listen to these stories to find out their source of poder today's episode is all about scholarship it's all about academics It's also about your passion and what you want for your future self. We interview Eric Badia, a student who will be graduating soon from UCSB, the University of California, Santa Barbara, a Gates Millennium Scholar, as well as a pharmacy student to be and after he completes his four-year degree. How did you end up at the university, the number eight university in the United States? What was your journey
1: like? Uh, Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you, Sergio, for having me on your podcast. It's a pleasure. I always wanted to be in a podcast and share my experiences as a first-generation Latino college student. I come from a rural city called Modesto, California. Growing up, I always had positive role models in my life. Being the youngest of five and seeing all my older siblings accomplish so much, it always motivated me to keep striving for more. I'm going to be honest although this is a number eight public university i always had high ambitions and this actually wasn't my top choice i wanted to go to uc berkeley really bad because my older brother went to uc berkeley and i wanted to follow his footsteps by going to uc berkeley i love this university and it's giving me so many friendships and brotherhood that i would never take it back
0: yeah that's good uh talk about uh What clubs did you join here? How did you end up feeling uh, secure here, feel like it's home? You talked about brothers. Who are these brothers?
1: in terms of clubs here uh, i'm a part of the pre-pharmacy association club i'm a pharmacology major i'm about to graduate in less than a month Uh, to talk more about my brother and my three sisters uh, my brother was a undergrad at uc berkeley then he went to medical school at upenn now he's a pediatric dentist one of my sisters is a dental hygienist the other is a clinical psychologist and then the one that is a year older than me is aspiring to be an optometrist
0: wow and that's all your family right that's just my family and tell us about this scholarship that you got what did you do in high school when it came down to this competitive scholarship called the gates millennium scholarship which rebranded to the Gates scholars Uh, what what is this uh, explain
1: a little bit of what it does how does it help you in your education how does it fund it it's an honor to be a gates millennium scholar in high school i was I would say I was pretty involved. I was in the key club, in leadership positions. I was vice president. I was also a coordinator for a basketball camp for children with disabilities. Mm, Tell
0: me more about that. How did you get that started? I got
1: that started because some guy that was uh, an alumni from my high school, he came to our English class and he said that he needed one person to help him. Uh, Co-coordinate this basketball camp for children with disabilities I felt a calling inside of me because my one of my cousins He's autistic all my cousins would would never want to play with him because he didn't have the physical Capabilities that a lot of kids had at at his age group I was always that kid that would sacrifice my fun time so I could give him that fun time And it's something Mm. that hit close to home and that's why I wanted to coordinate this event with that guy That guy's name is David. I haven't spoken to him Ever since I graduated high school, but I would love to get in contact with him after I graduate. I'm gonna be in Modesto for a year before I apply to pharmacy schools. So I would like to get a hold of him.
0: Tell me more about pharmacy school. Where did that spark come from? Where did that Sosa Porder come from? In terms of how did you see that as a possible career for you, someone that grew up in Modesto?
1: yeah it's pretty pretty strange Uh, a lot of people like me don't really make it to college they just end up at their local community college just pursuing an associates for me i always saw things differently i get back to the same point of having older siblings that are that were very positive role models for my life my brother was in stem field he uh, graduated from berkeley with uh, molecular and environmental biology my sister Is a dental hygienist my other sister is a psychologist
0: sounds like a lot of science uh, folks in your family right your siblings your where'd you get the scientific
1: bug this investigative motive to find things out to make the world a better place to get to that point i really feel like it was my upbringing i i live in a farm in modesto uh we were all very curious growing up why why does this work how do trees grow How does fertilizer work in helping a tree? I was always intrigued by those questions. Social sciences was not something that appealed to me. As strongly as sciences did because I was always an analytical type of person that wanted to know the why of everything and I just feel like all my older siblings they think very similar to me we all think very alike I feel like my parents have some influence in that because my father is really into science uh, I always catch him watching documentaries of ayahuasca and the third eye yeah, he's very into like science stuff and we just get it from our parents
0: okay and I understand you also have a brand a hip-hop brand Elevated Mindset how did that come about and
1: how does that fit into your academic life so when I was a senior in high school I started this rap group with a couple of friends and my cousin my cousin Chris shout out Big C we started rapping in in my room I bought a little $80 mic and we would just spit just for fun it became a thing every Friday after school come come to my crib come to my room have some fun, spit some bars. And I just made it into elevated mindset because the things that we would talk about, it was out of the ordinary and it was on some other perspective. I was always into that stuff. I I always like to think outside the box and I like to hear other people's opinions and perspectives. I don't like to close in on what I believe. I love to listen to other people's perspectives. And that's why there's a lot of beef going on right now with uh, Kanye West, like, oh wow, how did he say that? But like, Mm -hmm. to be honest, for me, that was something very courageous of him to do he spoke his mind and although i don't agree with what he said i do not believe his slavery comment was sound at all i just like the fact that he was open to expressing himself his his actual self and i feel like elevated mindset is sort of like that like when we rap we rap off of what we feel inside and we say what we want to say regardless of how other people could take it or want to take it so elevated mindset its like a lifestyle I would say to always think ahead never limit yourself to social constructs that's why I called this rap group elevated mindset and about
0: elevated mindset which is a great project to have on the side from academics it's very important to express yourself Let's talk about what's coming up next. I hear that you're graduating from UCSB. Yes sir. How does that
1: feel and how does that make you think about your future? I'm excited. I'm just very excited. I know that my parents are proud of me. It just feels so good at uh, completing that full circle. I told myself four years ago that I'm going to graduate with the BS. Four years later, I did all the work necessary. No one could take that away from me. So I'm just very proud of myself. I plan to take a year off. I'm always an ambitious person, always trying to do more. I'm planning on working at a Gallo winery, working under like the fermentation processes of the wine. My brother knows somebody that is working in there, so hopefully I get that hookup. I'm also planning to take some classes because in pharmacy school, even though I graduated with the BS in pharmacology, that still doesn't mean that I completed all the prerequisites for pharmacy school. I still have to go to community college I have to take a public speaking course. I have to take an economics course. I have to take a sociology course. You know, just little classes here and there. I'm also gonna study for the PCAT once I'm at home relaxing after work, after my classes. I'm gonna dedicate like two to three hours every day to study for the PCAT that I'm gonna take in the phone. Um, So let me know about this PCAT so a lot of people don't know about that. What is that? Oh, the PCAT? It's like the MCAT, but for pharmacy school. That's basically it. Uh, We focus more on drugs, organic chemistry, mechanisms of action. It's different compared to the MCAT, but not that much different.
0: Okay, so is
1: this one of those tests you got to take to go to graduate school? Exactly. Okay. It's a a standardized test that you get placed on on a ranking system of how well you do. How well you do determines how competitive of an applicant you are for this certain school.
0: All right in terms of all these requirements all the hard work you have to put in what do you recommend to those just thinking about going to the sciences and not sure they're confident with their academic confidence thinking do, do they believe they can do it how did you manage to battle
1: that challenge like do i believe that i can do this i'm not gonna lie it wasn't easy and that's why i'm so proud of myself because it was so hard my first year here i was struggling I wasn't on academic probation but I was getting Cs. I just dedicated myself. I told myself that if I wanted to be a pharmacist, Cs are not going to cut it.
0: So Eric, tell me about your experience. How is it that you were managed to get to this level of I'm graduating and going into a hard major? I mean, I believe that all academic majors are Difficult but being in your situation where you really care about this What does it really take for someone that may not believe in themselves to get to that point?
1: I would say to just really believe in yourself and really want it at the same time Because if you're in science because you want to be a doctor for the money You're not gonna make it you have to be dedicated And you also have to be passionate about what you're learning about because you're gonna dedicate hours and hours a day for these subject matters. And if you don't like biochemistry, if you don't like organic chemistry, if you don't like learning about pharmacology, but you wanna be a pharmacist for the money, then that's just not gonna cut it. So I would tell you guys, just you have to be passionate about the subject matter. It has to come within yourself to wanna learn this material. Also, it takes simply a lot of time (laughs) A lot of time at the library grinding, you gotta grind, you gotta be able to grind, put in that work, understand concepts that may seem intimidating at first, but you gotta tackle them head on or else you're not gonna make it. And I feel like that's why I was able to do it. I never shy away from challenging issues. Unfortunately, my first year here, I was in the Chicano floor and over half of them were STEM. And by the time spring quarter hit of my first year, I was the only one. And that's just a reality. We have this this issue with Latinos not being able to stick to STEM because of the challenges that come with it. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with their upbringing. They have to be able to really challenge themselves mentally and want this, not because their parents told them that they should do this. They should actually want it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I actually did a a thesis for my master's program on Latinos persisting in STEM, being first generation at a four-year public university. And that is the main focus that I got from students who are persisting. I interviewed six students and all of them said the same thing. You just got to believe that you can do it and you got to love it. If you don't love these classes, if you Mm -hmm. don't love math, you're not going to be successful. And that's exactly what you just attested to right now. So in regards to that, above that, What else did you do as a student here? I know it's been the four toughest years of your life and you got a whole lot of years left in Mm -hmm. pharmacy school, but what, what other advice do you have for students? For example, how do you prepare to apply for a scholarship as big as the Gates Scholarship or anything like that? What do you have to
1: dedicate to yourself during high school? I did not just apply to Gates, so I would give you that advice. Apply to as many scholarships as you can. I just was blessed enough to be given the Gates Millennium Scholarship. Don't shy away from those other small scholarships. People out there are more than willing to help a first-generation college student, so please apply. Go to HSF, go, go to the scholarship websites. They'll definitely help you out tell them your story we're all special latinos first generations like i would say we're very unique because our parents dedicated their life for our survival but we're dedicating our lives for their success it's just amazing that we're given this opportunity so don't let it go to waste that's my main motivation to make my parents proud and get them out of poverty i i don't want to see my parents struggle no more and that's what drives me. Like you have to have a purpose in what you do in life. Me being a pharmacist is not just for me. It's not. It's not for the money. It's, it's to make my parents proud, my family proud. That attests to all first-generation students that y'all could do it. I. I'm doing it right now. What would be your best advice for anybody that's dreaming big but they
0: haven't taken any action? And what would you suggest to them to do in terms of following what they love and what they really want to accomplish?
1: For all you people who need that little catalyst to push you ahead all it takes is baby steps if you're at home 23 years old but and you have an aspiration to be a scientist a doctor it's never too late reach out to your local community college start there work hard take don't take too many classes find your own path don't stress yourself out with so many units if if you feel it's going to stress you out in the long run, just don't do it. Just follow your path because what matters at the end is where you finish, not where you start. So that would be my advice. I just so happened to enter the number eight public university straight out of high school, but I'm going to be real. My brother and my three sisters, they all went to local community college and were all transfers and are all highly successful people. So that would be my advice to you, to all you guys. Never shy away from your own goals and your own dreams. Thank you for listening
0: to Poder Podcast, the podcast con poder. Our audio engineer is Brian Navarrete. I am your host, Sergio Lagunas. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget to tell your friends.